games at Brains and Headbanging Live, gbhmall.com for sure. It's Badgerfest 2021, and I'm standing here with all the remains. A few hours after you've taken into the stage. Guys, how was that for you? Honestly, brilliant. It was nerve-wracking beforehand, but brilliant. Loved it. I have to ask them, why nerve-wracking? Considering, considering how long this has been on hold for. It's the waiting. That's the what, like, obviously getting here, that's all fine. But it's the waiting when you just, we got told to be there by, in the back by one o'clock. Right. You've only got 15 minutes. 15 minutes doesn't seem long, but then we're just like, we want to go, we want to play, we want to have fun. We want to do the thing that we're here to do. And then, The yeah. opening was pretty daunting. Yeah, well. a bit like daunt, like, as you said, it's daunting to play into such a big festival like this. It's, we need to do as best as we can. Do you have that whole thing as well, being the first band on, and automatically, there's already been an evening of music yesterday. How many people are going to turn up? How hungover yeah. they're going to be? Yes, yes. It's <laughs> that, and are they are they going to move? Are they going to care? Because they're still off, like maybe half asleep, you know. But now they were pretty. Everyone's pretty like really engaged. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It was absolutely rocking in there, and uh, being. You know, personal hungover ourselves. <laughs> okay, let's see how this goes, and it was absolutely bouncing. That, as it goes on, how much of it do you take in? How much do you look at and go, okay, these people are really enjoying that, and we are now vibing off them almost. So it's kind of like if the, it's just not even if people are moving, it's like if people just cheering afterwards. It's still like it makes me. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. it still makes me like just like I'm gonna give more for the next song. I'm gonna do, and I'm just gonna keep trying to elevate it more and more afterwards we look out quite often yeah kind of gauge the room and and today was fantastic like we looked out and we were like oh they like it yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> like us <laughs> well, 30 minutes does just fly by yeah. i mean how do you kind of acclimatize yourselves to that 30 minutes just here we go we start and then it's over and it's done we're just gonna move on it's kind of like i don't think we stop until we're packed until we're fully like till we're off stage we're packed away and then we get the stuff in the cars, that's when we're just like, we can relax now, we can now enjoy our day. One of the things we noticed was directly after you finished playing, the merch queue was long, and it seems like you've sold a ton of stuff. Yeah, we've run out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had, because of like having to go to get your car, so you wasn't there, had to go then load the stuff in my car, these two still packing away. We left the two. I'm on Elliot here. He's on your sales Never advisor, apparently. I didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> you did really well. We still sold quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a small or a medium, we've got loads of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we I've don't have any. I've seen to all the largest, so <laughs> yeah. nothing to do about that. It's the rock and metal world, largest what you need. Yeah, exactly. We're restocking soon anyway, yes. so on a, yeah, it'll all be available again. Deeper pressure then. Let's look at the last year and a half to two years. How have Call Remains kind of survived the pandemic period how have you got through it do you think you've got through stronger it's all been social media for the most part keeping that nice and strong making sure that you know the, the band stays struck it keeps the presence where we could keep it and keeping in touch i'd say with all our friends in the community as well yeah. making sure that we're touching base with other bands with promoters with venues just trying to keep everything alive whilst obviously couldn't do much. I'd have to say, I think you can agree with, and you can agree with this as well. Got a, these two throughout the lockdown, just literally keeping our page active, 
did such a brilliant job for it. Did you find you kind of looking out as a round, particularly as every band, from the biggest to the smallest, were basically in the same boat, trying to keep up and do something on social media, yeah. and you were struggling or finding new ways to work? Yeah, it was yeah. just like, we tried to do like, luckily, we were very lucky, with, especially with our EP, just like, we had majority of the stuff done, lockdown hit, we were supposed to go back for a couple of days, and our recording engineer Tom from Monochrome Productions, just literally just emailed us guys I've pretty much got everything here if you trust me I'll finish the songs for you okay. it was so. just literally just mixing the mastering yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just mixing the mastering so it was like Sprinkles. we didn't, don't need to be there we just go yeah we trust you mix the songs and you trusted him then yeah, yeah. he's, yeah. he's oh, never fa- yeah he's never failed us before um, he's our guy to record with yeah. Well, the end result was spectacular, of course. Yes. Uh, how's the reception been? I mean, Dust is obviously selling. That was released back in what, February? February was it? It was March. Oh, it was March. Yeah. March. There we go. Yeah, so it's been out for a little while now. Yes. But obviously, you never really got the opportunity to capitalise on no. it. No. Do you feel like the Dust has settled and you now have to reflect on it, or are you trying to move forward from it? We've hit five figures, haven't we, on plays? So, oh, just lit- completely yeah. unprecedented. We never expected anything like that. No. We've got chuffed a bit. Yeah, I think when you sent the screen, the picture, of actually like how many streams we got I was like holy crap alright <laughs> Jesus well, what do you think has changed why do, you, why do you think that's the case I, I, I've personally for myself I don't know what you guys say I put it down to these two for keeping us so active through so because obviously everyone can only act digitally so if our social medias are lacking we're going to fall down with like not hitting people's pages and everything like that so the fact that these two were keeping it active as best that they could has really helped us. I'll have to ask the guys that are involved in that aspect of it. Is it something you actually enjoy or is it just a necessary evil? Because obviously social media gets a bit of a hammering these days. <laughs> yeah. Cancel culture. Yeah. It's a bit of both really. I don't yeah. mind designing like the graphics and stuff. Um, and then it um, Ant tends to make the, the posts, the actual yeah, the, the body of the posts a lot of the time. Um, on top of that, though, we also had a really good PR campaign for the um, for the actual EP launch, so that helped because I think it got us in touch with you originally and loads of other kind of yeah outlets who reviewed it and shared it as well. So getting that kind of support uh, really helped as well. I think you've learned a lot like during this period, particularly in how to market yourself. Yeah, I know it's such a boring word, we, but it is such a major part of being in the band. I would yeah. say yeah. definitely, like when we had the PR campaign, we wasn't as ready as we should have been but because of we got there because of lockdowns and everything it was postponing a lot of stuff like especially for music videos it helped us learn that like to get everything sorted beforehand and then we can then we don't have to worry about it then then it's just literally we have the set releases then we don't have to stress then Tony's doing a marketing degree, so he's learning Literally. Oh, <laughs> we <have. laughs> There we go, that's so, so important. When you look at then stepping forward and what comes next, particularly as we come out of this pandemic period, the live show music is returning, so great. What, do you, what does Fall of Remains have to do now to sort of, dare I say, step up? To continue that, all the, shows. Yeah. all the shows, all the shows, all the shows. playing live is the most important yes. part now. Yeah, I feel like we we've not done. I don't feel like we say that. But obviously, we've done everything that we need to do. But it's now through doing all the social media for like the last 18 months. It's now just showing what we can do as a band and showing the kind of energy we can give to then reinforce the post that we've been putting up. Talking which then? What is currently going on in the camp? Oh, so, so, you can talk about all so um, <laughs> we are just literally we're on the last stages of getting three new singles done. 
we are in the midst of getting some more like merch done, like new designs, some designs that have, or like style of shirts that's not been done yet. Really? Yeah. For us at least. Yeah, for us at least. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we will say we've, we've kind of run into like one band that's done like what we want to do, but it's going to be like two different kind of colours, so it's not much of a problem. We get on with them anyway, so we'll probably drop a message like, we're not we copying you, we're not copying you, we had this idea for so long. Everything's been done, what are you going to do? Exactly, yeah. so like, I don't think they'll mind, we get on with them anyway, so it's just keeping like it's the same with content is like keeping like stuff that we can continuously kind of like sell to people and like patches we need to get on patches yeah we've been hassled we have been hassled yeah patch patches is a definite must that we need to get sorted coming out of pandemic and seeing the live shows come back there's obviously a desire from an audience to yeah. see live music again. Are you hopeful or confident that this is going to continue? E.g. we're going to see local bands, particularly in our own country, the UK, and people are going to keep coming out from Or do you think over time that will just drift away and we'll kind of go back to the old way of doing things? I feel personally for myself, because of like bands not being able to come, like international bands not being able to come over, people are going to more local gigs. But um, that's also going to make that's just going to keep the local bands that keep going forward then so even when people are going we get the international bands back the band the local bands is just going to keep carrying up because they've had people come to their shows engage with them and it's it's also for everyone else finding new music then yeah yeah uh, we went me and Anne went to Slam Dunk and like it was an almost all British lineup because Americans can't travel over it and like it was brilliant the amount of kind of yeah British bands that I might not have seen like gone to see in the past or Love I've liked yeah <laughs> north or south uh, we went north. Oh, we were at the same festival then. Oh, no way. We passed you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you, you know exactly what I mean. Like, there's, there's pretty much all British lineup, and it was amazing. It was probably the best London I've been to. We're looking at Bloodstock this year. Yeah. yeah. The extra day, which was predominantly, well, majority, our entire scene. Um, do you feel part of that? Do you feel proud of that? Yeah. 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 The fact that it seems to, like, as much as it's bad to say, but, like, I feel like COVID has made our local UK scene so much more because we can't get these international bands in they realized what we could lose as yeah. well ultimately so it's yeah. made everybody appreciate yeah what we had and, and make the most of every show basically did you also have that kind of concern because obviously coming out of COVID and the issue in regard to funding and stuff like that to local venues um that it would survive that many venues would stay open yeah. and stuff like that i'd say like definitely like scruffy murphy's was one of them in birmingham yeah, gifford as well, in and gifford like scruffy murphy's supposed to get closed down and then have a shopping mall built over it and that was like one of the ones that our first Birmingham gig. So it was like we don't want that to close. Yeah. We don't. We don't want all these things. And even like the flappers come back. Yeah, the flapper yeah. was gonna go, and then it, it got brought back again for like a third time in five years. <laughs> yeah, it was a worry. But, it was a worry, but people everything. People keep doing this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like not be a problem, is it? like we're the first. We were the first band on, and the amount of people that were there was just brilliant. Like couldn't thank any everyone there more than what we could that what we could. I have to ask then, as a bunch of southerners coming from all the way from London, Telford. What, is, <laughs> Telford. what is it about the North scene that seems so much stronger than any other part of the country? It's just community. Like, um, the 
there's local promotions like the 0161 Manchester Underground Community, like, and they're run by like you know James and Jane, who are really, really just nice people, and like everyone knows and everyone likes them. And they put on gigs all over Greater Manchester, uh, and there's always a good turnout. Uh, it doesn't matter who's playing, there's always these people, like, you know, good turnout. And, and it's a really good web up here, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, just seems like they, they seem like they're actually more like family than they are friends. Like yeah. you see like the same people that will come and they never seem bored of like seeing us again and again and again. So it's literally brilliant. Love yeah. it. It's infuriating from a sound perspective. Well, we might get the every single band under the sun that wants to play the big stadiums because it's London, it's the capital. Local scene and stuff like that. Obviously, touring is a lot, lot harder. Is that something that you, I guess, you, not just that you want to do, but you have to do? Touring's a bit of a problem for us. That's the, that's the thing because of work commitments. Of course, it's trying to hard to try and book the time off to do it, and trying to get to the places. So it's like it's fitting it in where we can. So like this weekend, we're at Derby Alt Fest tomorrow, and just trying to fit in everything we can, just to try and play as many shows as we can. If we had the time, if we had the chance to get the time off. I think we'd do, I think we'd do like a two week tour at this rate. I'd turn around to my dogs and just be like, I love you, everything like that, but you're not going to see me for a month. Well, we were supposed to have a tour last October. Yes. Um, and like with Beyond Your Design and. It was just Beyond Your yeah, Design. Beyond Design, there we go. And like, <laughs> yeah, with Derby Old Fest and that as well, but we all got cancelled. From a fan perspective, you know, you know how we can help. Buy your shit, basically. Literally, it's the same. Yeah, any other band, just literally, just by supporting us, it's just like by coming to the shows. Just by coming to the shows alone supports us. Buying a CD, buying a shirt if you have the money to do it, and like even interacting with us because like even if you don't buy that stuff and you interact with us, and it's like it still makes us feel good. Yeah, if you say you liked our set, then we're going like, yes, we want to come back here. We literally, we can get there just like, oh my god, people actually come up to us and say they liked us. Do you feel that people are intimidated by the whole simple fact that you are in a band and that naturally people are like, well, you're up there and I'm down here? Oh, no. Break that barrier. Yeah, no. I think even if we do, like, the band does get bigger, I would still want to do, like... He's going to be in the pits. I still, I will still, I will still jump into the pits. If I see a pit, I will jump into a pit. Yeah. I like Don't what, care. I like what Mary tomorrow do because like, they're, they're, yeah, they play big stages, but they're just like, we're just the same as you. We yeah. Just, we're, yeah, we, we just get to play up here for half an hour. Down. So I, I think we're, we're kind of in the same mindset. Just like, we'll hold you to this when they're like your Metallica size and doing stages. <laughs> like, wait, you said you'd get back into the pit. I literally, I'll, 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 I'll make a promise for the band now. If we ever got to like bigger stages where we're doing massive tours and everything like that, we'll still do like. Gifford show. We'll still go to the Gifford, we'll still go to Scruffy Murphy's and we'll still do all these smaller shows because it's the venues that helped us. It's the lifeblood yeah. of the scene. Yeah, do it's you, what's helped us. Do you look at other bands that in the UK scene who have risen to quite high, so I'm going to use one as an example, uh, Welsh Sleeps, um, who are still regularly playing these small venues. Do you look at them as kind of an inspiration as a yeah. way yeah, to yeah, be? Yeah, definitely. Like, if they're doing well, then it just makes like the UK scene look stronger. Rising tides lift all ships, so it's great. I'd say like Bring Me The Horizon as well, they still, even though how big they are and how big they've gotten recently, they've still been playing a lot of small venues. So it just, it helps push. Sometimes they're the best shows. On it, yeah, sometimes they are the best shows. <laughs> it is what it is, you yeah. can't like them, you can't knock that. Absolutely. No. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?